Pepper. It is T minus one day until Thanksgiving. This is the Thanksgiving episode of Extra Shot of Leadership, and I want to know what is on your menu. We've got turkey, dressing, cream corn, green beans, potatoes, sweet potatoes. Did I say dressing? I think I already said dressing. Try some cherry pie, pumpkin pie, pecan pie. Oh my goodness. And don't forget the rolls. <laughs> and we got cranberry sauce. I'm coming over. <laughs> So it is almost Thanksgiving, and I know this is a leadership podcast, but I don't see how we can talk about anything other than the upcoming holiday and Thanksgiving and what we're thankful for. So how about it, Pepper? Let's talk about Thanksgiving. Let's do it. I want to know what kind of traditions do you have on your at your dinner table? Do you guys do anything very specific every year, you know, as you pass in the gravy around? What do y'all do? Well, my tradition for the last several years has been different from the family tradition when we normally are together as a big group. And so my tradition is I call Perry's and make a <laughs> reservation at Perry's Steakhouse. <laughs> and I love it. I love the dinner. I love the dessert. It's this Rocky Road brownie thing. Love it. And I come home to a clean home and a clean kitchen. And I just, I'm, I'm kind of loving that tradition. What about you? What's your favorite tradition? Our tradition is right after the prayer, we will go around the dinner table and everyone is going to say what they're thankful for for this year. Oh, like in the movies. Like in the like, movies. We really do that. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, I, I think people that are that don't celebrate Thanksgiving that are from different countries, they, they probably watch those movies and like, is that for real? Do they really, really do that? Well, in my household, we really do that. And, you know, my kids, everybody's going to share one, two, three things that they're grateful for in the last year, something that that moved them, right? Or or that's just a standout for them in the year. Yeah, that is that is really cool. And I think most families do actually do that. It's not just in the movies. So what will be your one thing that you are super grateful for this year? My big thing that I am just over the moon about is the opportunity to slow down a little bit. Mm -hmm. This year for me starting, you know, with the COVID and in March in particular, things came to a halt life for us and in my household changed, not dramatically, but there were some things that have changed. And I have really enjoyed those changes. And I felt 2019, 2018, you know, the last five years, a bit on a hamster wheel or a treadmill going mm -hmm. at a super high rate and wanting to get off. And there was no opportunity to do that. And with the slowdown for me this year, the biggest thing that has happened is I have clearly kind of changed my focus. I've been able to channel my energy into different areas or or different places in my life, and I am loving it. I'm loving where I'm spending my time, how I'm thinking about things, who I'm spending my time with, and it's just... It's refreshing for me. Mm -hmm. That's the most important thing is just I feel more balanced than I have been in the past. Sure. And not just kind of focused on the work, but focusing on what's going on in your personal life. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think for me, focusing on work was just something that was very easy for me. Mm -hmm. And overly focusing on that or overly focusing on enrolling my kids into a variety of classes or extracurricular activities and kind of running from here to there and then yes. throwing parties and planning for parties. And just, 
it, it was a lot of time. It was very time intensive and that has slowed down for me. And now the the time, the focus is just it's just slower. And I, I really like it. Yeah, I love it too. And I, I think m- maybe that's a good way to say it is just the allowance of the time that I never made before or I never took before. I never felt like I had before. So in that time has given me the opportunity to focus on like your buckets. My biggest bucket that I am just so thankful for is my faith because that time that I never felt like I had in the mornings because I was racing to and from the airport has given me the opportunity to be very consistent in my Bible study, which has helped me build a faith like I have never had, like this unshakable faith that no matter what comes with I mean, the crazy world that we're living in right now. I mean, it just seems to be coming from all angles. From all levers, yeah. Different areas. And you, know, you just don't expect it. And you're just like, here comes another one. You get kind of used to that. And boy, here comes another one. And so my faith has just allowed me to be grounded and given me a sense of focus and peace and just keeps me from being anxious about all the, the nutso stuff that's going on in the world. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I've had a much more focus on spending time in my own Bible study or devotional each day, each morning, and it does create this new focus and not so much on the everyday hustle and bustle or what's mm-hmm. in the news or what people are talking about uh, in the office or just, you know, the, the relationships you have. And it it really does bring some peace. Mm-hmm. And clarity about what really matters. For sure. And and a focus on people, right? We talked about people kind of in our last episode, and it just really helps me to focus on what really matters rather than the drama that's going on in the world. Yeah, the relationships, the people that you are connected with, or the people that you don't want to connect with, frankly, right? It's that's true. really yeah. thinking about what do you need to, you know, push out of your life and what do you need to allow more time for them? That's really, really good. So what is something else? You know, that's a that's a big one, giving us an opportunity to slow down. What else is on your Thanksgiving list? 2020 is going to be the year of the Extra Shot of Leadership podcast. <laughs> uh, without yeah. a doubt. This podcast for me has been so cool, so fun. Yeah. I have stretched myself in ways that I just didn't know, right? I, I've learned new things that I didn't know I needed to learn. And it has been incredible. And so the person who encouraged me to think about something outside of my day job, you know who you are, and I know you're listening. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you from just every bit of myself. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Earlier this year, somebody shared a podcast with me. And it was an interesting podcast. And the podcast was all about this thing called a side hustle. And I remember listening to it thinking, what is the message that I'm supposed to be getting out of this podcast? And over some time and some thought, it was like, oh, I get it. It doesn't have to be all in on my day job. I don't have to spend all my time just there. And then, you know, you and I connected, right? It was like, Mm -hmm. Kimberly, we're doing this. We are going (laughs) to get this done in 2020. You had some of your own goals that Mm -hmm. were linked up with this idea. Uh, And here we are. Here we are. We, starting in May, having that conversation, 
to we're in November 2020. We've rolled out a weekly podcast consistently with an existing, fairly demanding day job, yep. families, everything else that you got going on. And we're doing it. We're learning the social media aspect of it, the communication and marketing portion of it, the execution of it, the planning of it, just all of those things. The technology, it's just, it really is incredible. 2020 from a game changer podcast. I am so thankful for that in my life this year. Yeah, me too. And I just, I'm trying to think back. Have we ever talked about really that day that it got started? Have we ever told our listeners like how that happened on Mother's Day? I don't think we have. It is an incredible story. And it's just so much fun to think all the way back to May. And so there was that day, Mother's Day. I will never forget it, about 1030 in the morning. And I am just sitting in my little chair where I normally do my Bible study. And I'm daydreaming about a podcast. I already have a leadership podcast pinned up on my vision board. And I'm starting to research how to start a podcast. (laughs) And ping, here comes this text from you. And it's on a Sunday. And I'm thinking, oh, you got to be kidding me. (laughs) Because I know it's going to be about work. But I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and open this one up. And so I open it up. And here it is, you sharing the podcast with me that someone shared with you and all about the side hustle. And and so you're like, listen, I I know this is not about work. I repeat, this is not about work. (laughs) Just listen to this podcast and let me know what you think. So sure enough, I start listening to it. And I am I am literally jumping up and down like this is it. This is it. And you're like, and I want to do this with you. And in that moment, I'm like, me? Why would you want to do that with me, of all the people that you know, all the relationships you have, why would you want to do that with me? So I am just like a giddy little girl. And then and then I'm sharing with you, like, look, here's how to start a podcast. I was just researching this. And it just came together like a, a just a beautiful miracle, really. And from that moment on, I mean, it was brainstorm city. Like, well, what are we going to call it? When are we going to do it? How, you know, how will it roll? How many days a week? All of that. And it just... It took off like a, a rocket. And here we are. It really did shoot off like a rocket. I think back to that day, Mother's Day, May, I think is 11, 12, somewhere in there, mm-hmm. listening to that podcast, sharing it with you. And I think two or three weeks later, sometime early June, mm-hmm. we had all our equipment. We purchased all of the things in order to do <laughs> this. I remember talking to you saying, my microphone is coming in the mail and you getting yours and we firing it up. And the first night that we got behind the the microphones and started recording and thinking about the software in order to do this and thinking about a website uh-huh. in order to promote it and writing all the copy for that. Yeah. Then looking at all the social media that goes into play, it has been a tremendous year And for sure, my creativity has just been off the charts. I don't know. What about you? Yeah, I I agree. This has given me an outlet, especially during all of it's, you know, this started right after the whole COVID hit and started getting really rough and tough and locked down. And so I was just like, what am I going to do with all this time and energy? And this has given me an opportunity to just focus on something else. Focus on something that was really a lifelong dream, you know, of wanting to be on the radio 
and then just giving my brain something to try to figure out the technology, like how do we make this work and what does the format look like and all of those fun things. And then this, I mean, if people could see, I podcast from my studio in the bathroom. <laughs> They're like, it's in just, the bathroom? How in does the that bathroom, work? yes. I am in. It doesn't have a toilet in it, but it is like a dressing room that I have outfitted with some foam on the walls. Listen, it's not pretty people, but it works. And so just the whole part of being able to start from the ground up again, I shared that story last week. I love starting from the ground up and making something from nothing. Yeah. And I just feel like we've done such a fun job and a good job of that. We've done an incredible job. When I think about, yeah, the the resources we had, how much we've spent on getting this up and running, I'm incredibly proud of what we have done on a budget. Budget. (laughs) Budget city. Yeah. I mean, when I think about it, our budget, we've done this whole thing with a budget. And I think it's been an incredible opportunity for both of us to expand our level of knowledge around development of others, leadership development in particular. And it's just been an opportunity for us to stretch ourselves in new ways. And I love your point about from the ground up. I love your bathroom studio. It looks and sounds (laughs) phenomenal. Uh, I'm working out of my own little hodgepodge studio that I call the hut. And it just works. It works. And it's good enough. And it, I think it's allowed us to feel like we're starting in a place like, okay, if we really, really decide we don't like this, it's not a humongous investment. That's right. Um, but we love it so much. Now I'm ready to invest. invest. Now I want to invest. <laughs> I, need a, I need a better studio. That's <laughs> right. to grow out of the bathroom here. Uh, but, you know, this, the other thing that has just been fun about this is just the connections that we have made. The, the people that have literally landed in our lap that's like, oh, I know how to do that. I can show you how to do that. Or, oh, hey, here, I've got a good idea for you. Oh, or I've got that skill. Let me, let's talk about that. And I'm so thankful for the people that helped us get started. And again, y'all know who you are. We appreciate you. And then just the connections that we've made from people all across the world. We had no knowledge of them before this podcast. Yeah. And this podcast has allowed us to connect with them build relationships, and just share, share back and forth with each other. I just I love that part. Yeah, you are so right. When it comes to the people really just helping us through that process and understanding how this all works and getting us to think about, hey, have you considered this? Or what about this? Or, oh, gosh, don't do that. I remember we made our first trailer And in our first trailer, it was, we were going to do two episodes a week. Welcome to an extra shot of leadership, the twice weekly show that brings you leadership insight. And I remember sending our trailer out. We texted out to a couple people and the first response was, hey, look, that trailer is awesome. But (laughs) two times a week, I dial that back. And I'm thankful for that because I don't know that we could have done two episodes a week. Yes, I'm thankful for that too because I was like, "Woo, that's a lot." And you're like, "Girl, no, we got this. We got this." <laughs> so I am thankful for the guidance, and I'm thankful for the once a week because it is a lot of work. I had that discussion with my cousin this week, and she's like, "It seems like y'all put a lot of time and effort." I'm like, "Yes, we do, but we love it. It doesn't feel like work. It is just a really, really nice hobby and an outlet for our creativity and our creative side of our brain." And who doesn't want to spend more time with Kim K? I mean, it's just fun. <laughs> oh, <come on. laughs> 
It is. It's so much fun. I wish sometimes people could just hear what we roll after we stop the recording because it is just it is just a bundle of fun back here. Yes, we absolutely have fun together. And you know what else we like to think? We think leadership can be fun, too. Oh, gosh, yes. So when I think about this whole conversation and you mentioned, you know, we might have a little bit different conversation around Thanksgiving and leadership. I guess my one thing is, so there are leaders that are still working, right? I mean, you got leaders in the hotels, leaders in uh, grocery stores, leaders in all sorts of places that are going to be working. You and I are blessed. We're off this week and we're enjoying every minute of our holiday. Yes. Uh, But for those leaders that are still grinding it across the world, in the U.S., wherever you are, What is your one recommendation right now when you think about leadership? What should leaders be thinking about doing when it comes to thankfulness? Yeah. You know, I I would just go back to what we're doing with our teams right now. And I love that we have a focus on something else. So I would recommend that you get the focus off of whatever you're doing, the focus off of work, and focus on something else. And the one thing we're doing is adopting a family within our, our large group, uh-huh. and that family is so in need. And there's just a sense of pulling together because everybody realizes really and truly how blessed we are. And can we just do this little thing and really focus on someone else and going to help someone else? It just makes you feel good. And then there's that opportunity. Once you complete that as a team and everybody is just kind of on this natural high, you can use that as a just a, a jumping off point to go into the new year. And what's the next thing that we can all do together? What's the next thing, we, whether it be a project or even something outside of work? But that sense of pulling together and watching a team pull together to me is super, super cool. What about you? What's your one thing for leaders? I got a couple in mind. But I do want to make one quick comment about the whole adopt-a-family process. It doesn't have to be a huge investment. Uh, those that are listening who are considering it, you know, it's a $5 investment. You go get some sort of a food card or a grocery store card, a dinner card. And just that little thing does so much for everyone. It does something for the person in need, the family in need, as well as the individuals who give. There's a lot of research that shows what giving does for a person. And it's just, it's an incredible, I, you made the comment about the everyone's on this high. It, there, that's mm-hmm. absolutely true. Uh, there is data that supports that, that says when we give to others, just the lift in our own life. I think that there's some chemical reactions that are going off in the brain. I don't have all of that data here with me, but consider sharing with others and thinking about others before thinking about yourselves. Now, there are people who've had a really, really rough year And so how do you bring just a little bit of excitement, happiness, just something that brings joy? And again, consider little things. You know, I think an ugly sweater day or an ugly sweater competition where somebody gets a $5 gift card to Starbucks or or wherever it might be. And, you know, decorating your area. If you have desks, can you somehow bring some sort of Christmas cheer into the team And the whole purpose here is, as a leader, helping your team reflect on the year, think about this very tough year, and what, if anything, has there been something positive as a result of the very challenging year? Uh, Anything else that I've missed? There's this one thing that just came to my mind this morning about 
What about those people that do not have $5 to give? They really, really don't. What can people give when they have nothing to give? And to me, there is always an opportunity for a smile, right? A compliment. Those things are so free. And just to compliment somebody that's working at the grocery store that's a, you know, at the checkout counter, thank you for working today, or thank you for, you know, bagging my eggs with, <laughs> with a little caution. Yeah. Just there is, you can give somebody a compliment or a free thank you that will just spread some love, spread some cheer, and make somebody feel good. That's great. Sign of appreciation. What are you kind of giving out into the world? Love that. Mm-hmm. I think that's fantastic. All right. So look, we're winding down here. I just saw our time. What is oh boy. Uh, the one thing I want to know before we leave today, because I'm going to miss you, Kim, over the next eight or nine days. Aww. And I just want to know, what is the one dish that makes your Thanksgiving dinner table? So if it's missing, you're like, what? This What is- happened? Yeah. What happened? <laughs> Somebody screwed up. Yeah, it is. I wish I don't even know how to make it. So I'll just describe it. But it is that sweet potato dish. And it's not just the sweet potatoes out of the can or baked sweet potato, but they take these sweet potatoes and they puree them with a lot of butter. I do know that there's a lot of butter. (laughs) You can taste that. And then they spread that out in a pan. And then there's this crusty pecan and brown sugar thing across the top that when you even when you put your spoon through it, it cracks just a little bit. Oh, my goodness. I love that. And when that's not on the Thanksgiving Day table, I'm like, who messed up? <laughs> so that's mine. What's yours? You know, for me, it's cranberries. I got to have cranberries at the table. And it's got to be the cranberries that you cook, you add sugar to, you add some orange zest and orange juice to it. Oh, uh, wow. I like You're making back my... to like homemade from scratch. Homemade from scratch. I like making my own cranberries. And this year, somebody was telling me, add some jalapeno to it. And I oh, thought, yeah, yeah. ooh, that's going to be good. Mm-hmm. I've tried that before. I agree. Try it. I, I think you'll like it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to try that this year. I'm excited about uh, the new cranberry sauce for our table. There you go. I mean, I, I love that you don't do the whole opening of the can and do the... <laughs> you know, to get the... <laughs> <laughs> to get the cranberry loaf out and cut slice that. Listen, there's people in my family who still like the loaf, and we will be <laughs> can opening the little cranberry ocean spray. I think yes. I think this episode has been sponsored by Ocean Spray and uh, Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, there's nothing wrong with that loaf. I mean, I love that you go the extra mile, but I grew up on that cranberry loaf, and that's some good stuff with some good stuffing. Not, nothing wrong with the cranberry loaf. Got to get it out all in one cylinder and then slowly slice it. And then to make it real pretty, you kind of lean it on over just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you got to <laughs> lean them over. That's right. <laughs> I know the people from the UK are like, what, what? are y'all talking about? <laughs> Can we get on with it? I think that's it. I think that's all the time we have today. Those of you who are listening, thank you so much for hanging out with us. If you are in the U.S., we wish you a very, very happy Thanksgiving. If you're listening from other parts of the world and you celebrate Thanksgiving, we wish you a happy Thanksgiving as well. And we want to know, what's your favorite dish? What is the dish that you're like, this must be at the table, otherwise the dinner is not complete? Make sure to drop it in the comments. Be checking out our posts on LinkedIn or on Facebook. So then, (laughs) we do this every week Mm -hmm. and I just can't get it right. (laughs) 
Those of you who are listening, we wish you a very happy Thanksgiving. Listen, you know they hung up a long time ago. <laughs> they were like, this one was it's not too a sappy. good episode. Too sappy. Oh, we hope it wasn't too much sap. But if you're yeah. still hanging out, thank you so much. That's right. If you like this podcast, share it out there with your friends, your colleagues, with other leaders. And then... Don't forget, there's that little button that says subscribe. So if you like this podcast and you want it in your feed every week, hit the subscribe button and we'll connect. Just just hit the button. Just <laughs> just hit the subscribe yes, button. Yes, just hit the subscribe button. <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe. That'll put us in your feed every week. Then come back again for an extra shot of leadership. Leadership.